but it's okay. It's good for people or spouses to take note of the early warning signs. Mm. So when you're able to take note of this early warning signs, what it does is that you present early. I mean, you're able to pick it early and you're able to present early to a psychiatrist or a psychologist, a therapist, and you get the help earlier because studies have shown that if you get the help soon enough, it, it, the prognosis is better as compared to someone that has had has the illness for a long time without treatment. Welcome to the Happy African Marriage Podcast, a show where we empower, equip, and encourage you to build a stronger marriage in these modern times, even if you're raising a family. We are Dr. Eben and David, a Christian couple, happily married life partners, parents of three, and marriage partnership coaches. If you're ready to build an enriching marriage partnership for a peaceful, thriving, and unified home, and a lasting legacy of impact for future generations, this podcast was made for you. So, stay tuned. Be prepared to be empowered and inspired to build the happy African marriage you truly desire. I beg, make we talk the matter. Hi friend, welcome to the concluding part of this two-part interview. Stay tuned and get ready to learn more as our special guest, Dr. Adeola, continues to enlighten us as we dig further into this topic. Let's join in. Thanks for talking about the the support. And I think one other thing is the patience, right? I I remember when with my wife, with her mental health, I'd realized there were some signs I was looking, seeing with her and, and I felt that she needed more help than what I could offer, but it really took a long time, but I had to, and I thank God for the grace and the patience. My, my wife would say she's the, I'm the most patient man she has ever met because of those times. And, you know, because she knew it, it was um, pretty tasking for, for me, you know, waking up at night, she's not able to sleep. I have to hear her talk through all the issues running through her head and, and all that. And But finally, she, she took the step, you know, after encouraging. I just let it be at the time when she's ready, but continue to be, be that support for her through, its, through the journey mm-hmm. until, you know, getting, maybe doing the covert operation of maybe getting maybe a book here, getting talking to someone here and all that until she finally met with a psychologist, you know, and so, and then of course she saw your book too, and also picked it, picked it up too. And so that support, I think it's, it's something spouses need to, whether male or, or, or female, you, you know, you, you mentioned some, some um, signs to look out for, or maybe symptoms I don't know if um, that would be okay or you want to add more to some yeah. things spouses can can look out for. Yes, I'm, 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 I can add more to the symptoms of the mental health problems. So, yes, some people are still able to function, you, you, you know, because um, how, how do I put it now? Sometimes when people have mental health problems, it usually starts, not, not let me not say sometimes, most time it starts slowly and gradually. Mm. But people don't, because no. there's a thin line between 
mental illness and mental health, people don't take note of the symptoms. They will just, mm. it's, oh, I'm just stressed. Or it's just a, it's just a mood. Nature. I just started again. <laughs> you know, those kind of statements, not knowing mm. that it's drifting gradually until it now gets to a point where it's unbearable. Like, oh yes, this is now, it's not it. This is actually a mental illness. Mm. So, but it's okay. It's good for people or spouses to take note of the early warning signs. Mm. So when you're able to take note of this early warning signs, what it does is that you present early. I mean, you're able to pick it early and you're able to present early to a psychiatrist or a psychologist, a therapist, and you get the help earlier because studies have shown that if you get the help soon enough, it, mm. it, it the prognosis is better as compared to someone that has had has the illness for a long time without treatment. So what are the signs you should look out for? So I'll just say it's some signs that you experience when you are stressed and tired. But then when I'm stressed, right, maybe after some shifts, I know I'm tired. It's supposed to be for a period of time that I'm able to just, maybe I just sleep and I get over it, right? Mm-hmm. Tomorrow I'm, I'm fine and everybody's fine. But when these symptoms are present for a prolonged time, they're there one week, two weeks, three weeks, then you know that there's a problem. So mm. the person is withdrawn. Someone that loves to go out suddenly becomes withdrawn. They want to be in bed. They're not interested in things that used to, be of interest to them so mm. those are things you should watch out for some people might start to lose their sleep for mm. example the example you gave about your wife yeah. you know yeah. not sleeping well rolling on the bed on the in the bed and you notice that they are always not sleeping or sleeping too much so it might not necessarily be lack of sleep oversleeping is also a symptom mm. <laughs> so let's not let's be guided <laughs> <laughs> so um appetite as well so it could be either way overeating or not not having appetite at all so sometimes when people are have mood swings and not really in their in their good state mental states they tend to crave sugary things they tend to crave junks and all so i get mm-hmm. i guess there's a way there's this part of the brain that is stimulated that releases dopamine that makes you feel good when you eat all of yes. this thing. Mm-hmm. so there's there's less of that that particular um, chemical in the brain, which is one of the things you find in some mental health disorders. So when you notice that the person is overeating, it, it's not as if you say, oh, because you just, uh, they just increase your salary. And that's why you are, you tell us, you know, it could be a sign to mental health problem. Um, mm. Somebody that is becoming cranky or irritable, um, you know, some when the person has negative mindset all the time, always looking at the, the, the worst of the situation Thanks. all the time. Or if a person can tell you that they are tired of life, it's not, mm. not the time to start praying about it. I'm not saying you should not pray, but you should at least explore why they are tired of life and get mm. to the root of it and see if it's something. Because once you start voicing out that you're tired of life, then you start to think, oh, is there a plan? Would this person mm. actually attempt suicide and all of that? So you need to really get to the root of it and get the help as soon as possible to avoid such from happening. And then another thing is that sometimes when people are stressed financially, you know, mm. their debts and all of that, these are things that weigh us down mentally. So we need to be, you know, 
we, we, some people might not even show it. They might not even express it. They might not even come to say this is it, but deep down within them, they are struggling. So you need to be able to pay close attention to notice. It's not as if this person is being rude or the person is being, doesn't like you anymore. It might just be that they have mental health problems and they just mm. need to see a professional. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thanks for that. So talking about seeking a professional, when do you think it will be the right time to actually seek help? As soon as possible. As soon as I rather, possible. I rather, yeah. I rather seek help and they tell me there's nothing wrong than not seek help and you know, assume everything is right. As soon as you think this is a problem, you know, this is getting too much, I, I can't bear this by myself anymore, then you seek help. It's better yeah. to seek, a help of, seek the help of a psychiatrist or a professional. And yeah. within that one hour of session with them, you understand what's going on with you and then you know what else, what next to do, rather than just waiting to, <laughs> just for the <laughs> symptoms to get worse. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean like that, I mean, do you understand what I mean? So yeah. as soon as possible, just like you would have done if you notice your blood sugar level rising, rising or your blood pressure rising, you wouldn't just sit and wait till it's, it's, it's over the roof and, and all. You get the help of a physical health you know, professional practitioner. So as soon as you notice all of the symptoms, get the help you need. It doesn't mean that you have a, men it doesn't mean that you have a mental illness. So that you're yeah. seeking a professional doesn't mean that they will make a diagnosis of depression or anxiety. It's just for you to clarify what you're going through. And perhaps the person will just guide you through what are the things to do so you can feel better. Mm. Yeah. So <clears throat> do you think we should, as humans, we should have routine checks just the same way we have routine checks with our physicians? Yes. You know, with a psychologist or psychotherapist. Yes. Yes, I believe that we should. We have um, dental checkup once in once in six months, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, because we use our we we, we use our teeth, right, to eat mm -hmm. and all. So I, I wonder why we can't have a mental health check. We use this. We are even stressed beyond beyond <laughs> normal. Like it appears, it seems as if we should be having this mental health check with the rate at which things are going every three months. I would have said that because it's alarming the stress mm. in our society yeah it's, it's so so much ever since the pan pandemic up until now a lot of people are breaking a lot of people and you know we can't just fold our arms and do nothing we mm. need to check let me check if i'm doing well even if it's just once in a year more like set yourself aside a time for yourself to and there are things that you can even do for yourself Mm -hmm. by you know things that you can do for yourself to help you be your own therapist but many mm -hmm. times you don't even do it so let's say you are not even doing those things then get the help you need see a therapist so that you can say your mind out you can pour out your mind and the your therapist will guide you on the things you need to do to help you for the next couple of months or for the next year so i would i would um i would um, recommend yearly checkups you know if, if, if that makes sense. I mean, yearly checkups. Yeah. Okay. Towards the end of the year, you can just, let me just see how I'm doing mentally. And you just do those assessments. So there is, there is the um, notion that the physician 
our family physician needs to make a referral to a psychiatrist or psychotherapist or, or and all that, or that they are the ones who are supposed to see the sign first before we go to a psychiatrist. How how true is that? Yeah, it depends on where you're. Where, for instance, in Nigeria, you don't have to. You you can there are private psychiatrists that you can see. You know, yeah. I'm 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 a psychiatrist. You don't need a referral from anyone to see me. Okay. You can just come to me. You book via my my on my website, and you're able to see me. And mm -hmm. even there are a lot of ways by which you can assess yourself. You know, I've mentioned how to be your own therapist. Things mm -hmm. that you can do to know that oh, there's a problem with me and I actually need to now see a doctor or see a therapist. Yeah. So you don't have to, you can do these assessments yourself. A lot of um, tools online that can be used to check one's mental health. You know, once you're able to do those assessments and you see your score, you know that, oh, there's a problem. And then you're able to now go and get the help you need rather than just waiting and doing nothing. That's that's good. So um so so we now know that we don't need to first of all see our physician. You can no. always access help as soon as you feel you know that you do you do need it. And and it's a great point you raised that we, we use our, our mental uh, is it our mentality now in the absence yeah, of our any brain. Yes. our brain. You know, probably more than we brush our teeth or yeah. even our physical body. And, and all that. And so we should be having these checkups, you know, even more often than what we, what, um, we do. And, and you did talk of self-care and other things. And, and I'm hoping that we'll be able to discuss that in maybe another episode wherein you will lay it all down for us when it comes to this self-care. Just a few more questions and, and we'll, we'll be, we will be done. The, the, um, is there really a correlation between the our mental health and the level of satisfaction people have in their marriages? Yes, there is. So I think it's um, bi-directional. So okay. if you're mentally stable, it can affect your um, marriage positively, right? Okay. So you'll be more happy, you'll be, you'll be happier, you'll have um, good satisfaction in your marriage. Your spouse would also enjoy um, your companionship and all. And if your marriage is also doing well, everything okay. is fine financially, your children are doing well, your spouse is doing well, it also makes you feel good about yourself, which is your mental health. Mm -hmm. And vice versa, so if you're not okay mentally, since marriage is all about two people, it's, it takes two in a marriage. So because you are not okay mentally, you're not able to contribute your own quota into the marriage, definitely mm. it's going to affect the marriage. Yeah. And if the marriage is stressful, you know, if you're being criticized all the time, if it's a toxic relationship, definitely it's going to affect your mental health. So you, it, it goes hand in hand. You can't isolate it. Marriage is wonderful. Marriage is amazing, but it can also be very, very um, negative. Can affect your your mental health negatively if the environment is a toxic one. Thank you. Now you, you now you're talking of um you know seeking seeking help and and this one question I tend to ask um when I get in contact with um mental health professionals. Seeking mental, seeking help 
seem to be expensive, especially with professionals. And and I know will probably lead to you know how we can do the self care and all that. But I also I just want to hear from you. Is there any other way that people can can you know seek help from a professional without breaking the bank? Hmm. I would say something for us before we continue. Okay. So you whatever you value. Mm. <laughs> is not the money wouldn't matter mm. as long as you value it you will go all out to invest in it so the reason why people complain about maybe the cost of therapy therapy is expensive is because they still yet they're yet to value their mental health mm. i mean i i know a lot of people that will go all out to buy the latest tell me about it <laughs> latest shoes, latest car, latest, whatever latest it is, just so they can look good physically, right? Outwardly, their body and all. But then when it comes to their mental, just because we don't value it, we say it is expensive. Mm. That's, I'm here to correct that notion. You check what you think about your mental health. Are you still saying, you say maybe you're, you still feel like, oh, I can still, I can still rough it. Uh, no, 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 I mean, it's not that bad. I'm okay. Mm. So check what you're spending your money on. Those are the things you actually value. So when they say the cost of something is this, just because you value it, it becomes inexpensive to you. But mm. then because you don't value the other one, even if it's cheaper than what you have spent so much on, you still complain that it is expensive. So that said, there are ways by which you can stay aware of your own mental health without actually seeing a therapist. So those, these, are, these are things that I wrote in my book, You Deserve Bliss. Mm. So it, it is a self-care guide to everyday fulfillment. Things that you can be proactive about, be intentional about, be deliberate about every day such that you don't uh, pile up a lot of stress on yourself, on your mind that you will not lead to um, maybe a, de a depressive illness or any other mental health problem. So there are things you can do become more self-aware, know your, your limits in terms of what you can do, establish boundaries such mm. that you don't always say yes to people. By the time mm. people, if you can just set boundaries, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people that are always burnt out, the, the stress they would get would reduce as compared to when, because you're always saying yes, 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 pleasing <laughs> everyone and all, that's why you're stressed and tired all the time. So yeah. if you can work on establishing boundaries alone, I'm sure your mental health will thank you for it. Like, <laughs> thank you very much. I've been stressed all for, for a very long time. Now you are, you've, you've made, made, made out time for me. So all of these things are what I wrote in my book. Take care of yourself. Prioritize yourself. Take time out every day for reflection. Think about some things. Think about it, how your day has been. What are the things that went that, that went right? What are the things that didn't go right? So what, why didn't it happen that way? But because we're always busy. So that time mm. that we get back from work, we have other things that we need, we need to do because we have said yes. Mm. We said yes to people. We need to do all of these things. So we don't even have time to reflect for self-reflection and all of that. And these are things that would help us with our awareness, our level of awareness. So when you become more aware, you know, that there's something wrong and you know when to actually get help. Mm. 
So those are things that I would advise for us to do so that you become on point when it comes to your mental health and you know when you actually need to seek help from a professional. You know, I, I just love what you, 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 you talked about value because many, many, many and, and we say it a lot in, even in, in my house and we've probably even talked about it also. We have talked about it even on our podcast that even if you value your marriage, you will work on your marriage. If you don't value it, you just let things slide. And the same applies. Um, you can't put a value on something that is valuable, you know, yeah. because you, you will go all in to meet that need. You, you will do whatever it takes. So, so I, I think uh, I've not heard that part when it comes to mental health. You're the first person who is putting out the value out there and I, and I think um this will give our listeners a, a food for for thought when they see that bill or when they find out oh this is what it's going to cost so thank you for for that so as we round up what is one last thing you would like to say to our audience or anyone listening you know just about meant prioritizing their mental health um offering support to a spouse and and seeking help and especially removing that stigma so what i would like to say dear listeners is that you don't have to wait till you break down before you take care of your mental health hmm. your mental health is valuable it's it's one of the greatest assets you can ever get so your mind is so powerful so everything you do in terms of your marriage, your work, you know, anything that has to do with you. You need a mind to be able to function well. You need your brain to be able to function well. So mm. if that brain, if that mental health is unstable, then it's going to affect your level of functioning. So this mm. is where I need you to understand that your mental health is so, so, so important. By far the most important part of your being, if I may say, because mm. if your brain is not functioning, then your physical health will be affected. The mind and the body are connected. Mm. So my advice is for you that you don't have to wait till you break down before you take measures to protect your mental health. You have to be proactive, be yeah. intentional. And to spouses, be intentional about your mental health. And also about your mental health, the mental health of your spouse in terms of paying attention to some changes, not just overlooking them because maybe it's just one of those things. It might be a point or a signal to a mental health problem. So you need to take some proactive measures to ensure that you are always in a stable mental health state. Be intentional mm -hmm. about it. Pay attention to yourself every day. Take five to 10 minutes off in a day to self-reflect on how your day has been. It helps a lot. So you can know and then make sure you sleep well, make sure you eat right, make sure you take enough water, make sure you exercise. These are things that your brain needs to function well. And these mm. are things that will help your mental well-being. Thank you so much, um, Dr. Atiola. It's been really re refreshing. You know, I, I can talk on mental health all day because <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, a unique um area of of health even yesterday i was also speaking to a, a nurse here and she was trying to 
they had just made a new system, chatting system, and they were trying to see how they can connect the mental health documentation to the hospital documentation. And to, the, she was more or less looking at the privacy involved. If people pour out their mind to a psychiatrist, would they want other nurses who are not mental health nurses to read through the notes? And then we were talking of, well, it's a holistic care, so the nurses need to read the notes and all. And, you know, I said, well, you may need to get ethics into it and let them yeah. figure out what needs to be done. So it's mental health is, is really a passion of mine. And But I know we gave you time and we don't want our listeners listening all day. And so the, the last question I have for you is how can our listeners find you? How can they get your book? Okay, so, so my book, You Deserve Blaze, is on Amazon. Okay. You can get it on Amazon. Um, you can also get it on my website, www.talkmentalhealth.org. Okay. And also I'm on, I'm on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at talkmental.health. You can find me on Facebook, Talk Mental Health, and also on LinkedIn talk mental health or dr Diola dme so those are and also on youtube i'm also on youtube <laughs> okay. and, and tiktok as well oh my goodness <laughs> so you can just take all the social media yeah. uh, platforms more or less okay yeah, yes, so, yeah. so so that's that's good so and to our listeners i i just um want to thank you for listening to dr Diola. thank you for you know making out time i i know this is we're in interesting times. I do know the workload is much and your attention is needed in, in so many areas, you know, even, you know, even as a mom and a wife, but you did take out time to spend with us. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you so, um, so much for, for, for doing this. Thank Thanks so much. So, to all our listeners, thank you for joining us. And um, we look forward to having Dr. Adiola again, um, where she will share certain things on stress and self-care. Please go out there and get her book. There is, um, we can't talk all, all that's written in her book in <laughs> one hour. And if you have the book, you can always refer to it another yeah. time. So... This is me signing out. Thank you so much and God bless you and yours. Amen. Shalom. Right. Amen. If you like that and mom show, please don't forget to leave them a review to, to spread the love. Hi friend. If this podcast has inspired you or you found value in today's episode, one of the best ways to thank us is to leave a written review in our Apple podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Also, please feel free to share this episode on your social media channels. And together, let's join the Happy African Marriage Movement as we work together to break the cycle of managing or enduring marriages for our children and the next generations after them. Remember, the state of our marriages today can impact our future generations. Shalom.